Hello, welcome to the first video episode, the first official video episode of On the Table. If you can, if you're watching the video episode right now, you can see the set. I'm in my basement right now because I wanted this to feel as homey as possible. So I'm really happy with it. Even at, made a sign that's behind me right now. Um, so yeah, my drink of the day today is just a cold brew. Let's get into it. Today we're going to be analyzing some of my past friendships. And throughout my life, I've always been someone who has really valued a good friendship. Like, I can remember back to, like, very early in my childhood where, like, friendships just meant everything to me. Like, it did not matter if we were best friends or if I just met you. I was a very intense friend in the way where I really just valued friendships, which is not a really – which is not, like, a bad trait to have. Like, that's a really good thing to have is – to be really passionate about friendships. But unfortunately, that was taken for granted by some of the people who I was friends with when I was younger. And we're going to be talking about that today. Like I said, I really valued friendships. I treated all my closest friends like family and I care. I used to care a lot about what my friends saw to me. Like, it was crazy because now, compared, like, compared then to now, I don't care about really what anyone has to say about me. But when I was younger, my I really valued my friends' opinions. And I really cared a lot about what they thought of me. But this didn't start when I was, like, in kindergarten. Because, like, in kindergarten, I didn't really have friends because I just... I don't know. I really didn't like socializing in kindergarten for some reason. Like, I just would rather, you know, if it was, if I was, like, at recess, I would much rather just play by myself and do that type of thing. But I never really, like had friends in kindergarten also because I was going to kindergarten literally for like two minutes and I'd go back home and play with my toys and stuff like that but because I valued friendships so much and I feel like a little bit too much I used to get walked all over a lot and neglected as a friend when I was in certain friend groups even though I'd say I was a really good friend like I don't know, for some reason I would always kind of get treated in a way where I wasn't valued in a friendship. And I'm not saying like, oh, poor me, because I know people have really bad experiences of making friends, especially in the younger years. So I'm very fortunate that, you know, I even had friends. It was just I wasn't really... I was kind of neglected. Um, 
and I'd say the root of this problem was pretty much because my friend groups that I was in were so large. Like, fr- I feel like friend groups, in my opinion, friend groups should only be like four people max. Or, or six people if they're all really close. But the friend group that I was in throughout elementary school in the first half of middle school, it was like seven people that I can remember. I'm sure it was way more, but I counted seven people. That is too much in a friend group. I feel like friend groups should stay pretty small because there's always going to be some sort of falling out that happens in with, with like within the friend group. Like it always happens. There's always drama. There's always falling out in the friend group. There's everything like that. So like seven people is just too much. It's too much. It's too much. And there were times where my feelings were just not valued in certain friendships. Like I said, since I was a really passionate friend, I would always give more to the people I was friends with than they would give to me back. Um, like, I used to, I remember, like, I would always wonder why I wouldn't get invited places with my friends, and I'm like, like, I would see, like, I would go on, like, Snapchat, this is, like, 6th, 5th, 6th grade, I would go on Snapchat, and I'd, like, see, like, my friends, and I was like, wait, what about me? Like, I would always get excluded from plans, which, for me, someone who experienced intense FOMO, all the time. I I got crushed. Literally, I was crushed. I was angry. I was sad. Because I would never get invited to these places with my friends. And I'd always wonder why. I'd be like, I like to have fun too. Like, I would always ask myself why I would never get invited. But dare I... Say, dare I ask that question to one of my friends, and I am the worst person on earth. Because that has happened before, where I've asked my friends why I haven't gotten invited out, and they're, and I got blamed. And I was being gaslit. But that doesn't really happen as much anymore, because... I just, there's just like, they just, people just don't do that anymore, especially in my friend, like my friends and my friend group. Um, but even more recently, when I was going through the loss of one of my parents and dealing with the loss of one of my parents, I had a lot of people who just did not check up on me or like just to see how I was doing because Obviously, I made it aware that he had passed, but even though I pushed out that message, I don't, I really don't think anyone actually checked up on me, like one of my friends, like throughout all of my friends, I don't think anyone really checked up. And I struggled with this for a long time. 
Like, I struggled with this for a long-ass time. Because I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you know, that's just so mean. Number one, to just, like, have a friend. Like, if you have a friend that's going through something really traumatic, or if you have a friend that just that just went through something really traumatic, you're, you're going to want to check up on them, right? That's how I felt. But when I was talking to my mom about that, when it was happening, she told me, she was like, Sometimes people just don't know how to approach you when that happens. Like, some people just genuinely don't know how to talk to somebody who just went through something really traumatic. And they just don't know how to talk to you. So they just don't. As messed up as that is, they just don't talk to you. And I was like, that really put a lot in perspective for me. Because, but then again, like, I don't, because when I have, I've had friends who's lost parents before in a very traumatic way, I've continuously checked up on them. So it's like, why not? Like, why am I not getting some of this energy back from the people who I say are my friends and people who I love to be around and people who I love hanging out with, like, and care a lot about? I don't know, it was just something that I was really dealing with. Like, I was really struggling with that. Trying to figure out why none of my friends would check up on me after I, something as traumatic as losing a parent, you know? Um, And just other petty times where I was just blamed for things or was dropped from friend groups for certain reasons that didn't really matter. And, like, now that I'm almost... 18 and looking back on this I'm like like the times I'm referring to they were just so pointless like they were so pointless and because of those experiences I had with my friends I was constantly angry like at school I was just I was constantly angry and I feel like some of my anger rubbed off on other people because even people, like, I got picked on a couple times in school. And because I was already angry, if they would pick on me, I would just go really, like, intense with them and just be, like, an awful person. But... Yeah, I've been thinking about that recently, too. Like, if one day I ever get a little bit of fame and a story comes out about me about being an absolute shitty person in, like, seventh grade, who cares? Like, genuinely, who cares? Everyone was the meanest person they've ever been in seventh grade. Everyone in seventh grade was just an absolute asshole. Who cares? We literally have all done some really mean things to other people in seventh grade. We were like literally, we were all like angry middle schoolers. Like, but I don't know. I've just, I've always, I always see those stories of like celebrities, like people who went to celebrities' schools, like coming out and like telling me like stories of how they were like really rude to them. And I'm like, okay. Like, I've never understood that because it's like, 
especially if it's a story about like a celebrity being rude to someone else in like middle school who cares like genuinely who cares um anyway but when i moved into 8th grade i was exposed to probably the worst types of people to be friends with without me really knowing it's just kind of me looking back when I was writing this outline for the episode. I was kind of looking back onto some of those friendships I had in eighth grade, and I was like, those are really bad people. And people who I just don't trust now. Because I can remember some people in eighth grade who, like, people who I was fr- who I were friends with just not really being who they said they are. And it was really awful. And with that, I was also going through an identity crisis in eighth grade. And I didn't really know who I was. And, like, I was basically a shell of myself. Like, I didn't really know who I was or who I wanted to be. I was struggling a lot with my appearance. Um, So, again, I was just an angry middle schooler like just a very angry middle schooler but I feel like I wasn't as angry in eighth grade because I felt like since I moved like schools I didn't really have the toxicity of my old school into eighth grade but it was still some toxicity in eighth grade but then COVID hit when I was in eighth grade so like I left eighth like, physical school in eighth grade in March of that year, and I just didn't go back. Perfect. And because when of COVID, I didn't really have friends at all. I maybe had two friends I saw regularly during that summer. We would, like, hang out outside. Like, just two people I would see regularly. Um, and I'm still friends with them today. But yeah, other than that, I really had, like, no friends. And because I was home with my parents all day, every day, it kind of strengthened my relationship with the both of them. Which I am grateful for. But it's probably the lowest friend kind of ever had. Um, because even now I have more friends than I did back when COVID hit, dude, when COVID hit, I literally had two people who I would see regularly. Other than that, like social media, online friends, I had none of that. I was barely on social media interacting with other people. And yeah. I always think about this too, like, yes, obviously COVID was a very destructive time and it was very terrible, but for me personally, it wasn't that bad because I got more good out of it than I did bad, which I'm so grateful for because I know it could have been a lot worse, but in 2020 when COVID hit, I got 
a lot more good out of it than I did bad. Because during this time, because I was by myself a lot throughout the day, I like learned about myself more. And it, I feel like it was a really integral time for me because before COVID, I didn't really, I haven't sat with myself by myself for a long time ever. And if I did, it was when I was like, like when I was way younger and I like didn't even have thoughts. Yeah, 2020, only had like two friends, nothing else. And then I went into high school. Absolutely no people, no friends, like, like no friends. I would have people that I would talk to every day that were in my classes, but I wasn't close to them to the point where I was like, oh yeah, you're my friend. Like, I didn't have any of that. Which I'm not mad about, to be honest. I'm actually glad that it went that way because it gave me a really, really strong start to high school academic-wise. And I'm glad. But I didn't have any sort of people I would consider really close friends until my, like, towards the end of my sophomore year. Um, like I said... I had no friends in 2020, and when I started sophomore year, I started sophomore year in the worst way possible. Um, like I said, I was doing, like, literally, I started school, and then, like, a, I think, like, a couple days, maybe, like, five days later, I had to do with one of my parents dying, um... So, I just started out sophomore year in the worst way possible. Um, so, because of that, I spent the first half of my sophomore year dealing with everything that comes with that. Um, and I didn't really have the room to entertain any friends right now. Because at that time, I was more focused on my mom and myself to make sure that we were doing okay mentally. Um, this is when I started therapy and things like that. And then towards the... Wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, this is when I started therapy. Um, and there was other reasons why I just did not want to make friends. I hated going to school. It got really lonely, too, trying to find friends. Because I tried to make friends... In sophomore year of high school. Usually when you're a sophomore, you already kind of have your friend group figured out. Like you kind of already have that. So like it was really hard to kind of infiltrate a friend group. Somehow I did it, which we'll get to. But usually it's just really hard. But, yeah, this was the point where I really started to hate, like, going to school. Obviously, because I wanted to stay home because I was, like, really depressed and, like, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was missing the bus a lot because I just could not get myself out of bed. 
I was just, it was really bad. Like, I also was missing school a lot because I would go on these trips, which I needed because my mental health was just off the walls. So I would go on a lot of these trips. I'd miss a lot of school. So I wasn't really in school. I was going to school, but I wouldn't be in school for like two months straight. Towards the beginning of my sophomore year, in August, of course, like I said, I was dealing with the death of my parent that just happened. And then September, like I was in and out of school even then. September, I was also in and out of school. Like I'd be absent maybe like two out of the three days I'd go to school. Um, And then in October, I did some traveling. And then when it got to December, things started to look up for me. Um, I made my first friend, and I kind of became integrated in this friend group. And because I only had, like, three or four really close friends at the time, I was on cloud nine. I loved it. I loved having, like, three friends because, I don't know, I feel like it's just so much easier. Like, even now, the thought of having, like, five best friends right now is just, like, draining me. Like, I'd much rather have three really, really, really good friends than have, like, a big group of friends, like, that's for me that's just I'm too old for that. And I I just I'm over I'm I'm done with that era of my life. Um where I want to be in a big group of friends. Um and a big part of why I became so picky about my friends cause this is a point where I wasn't really seeking out any friends I'd ra- I would I would have other people come to me to be friends with me because I was already dealing with so much that, like, trying to find friends was, like, the last thing I was worried about. I was more worried about trying to get to school on time. So, like, and trying to get myself out of bed, like, build up the courage to get out of bed and go to school. That's what I was dealing with at the time. Um, So, like, trying to seek out friends was just, like, the last thing I was thinking about. And I'm glad that it happened organically because in the past, I was the type of person that would try to seek out friends and, like, I'd, like, go up to people and be like, do you want to be friends with me? And it, like, weirded them out and then they wouldn't want to be friends with me. A very desperate friend. And some might say that's because I didn't get a lot of attention as a kid, but I got a lot of attention as a kid. So I don't know why I was that way, but... A big part of why I've become so picky about who I want to be friends with and who's in my circle is because I spent basically two years of my life not having any friends and kind of being by myself. So I learned a lot more about myself that way and what I like, what I value, what I don't like. Also during this time... A lot of things were happening politically, and I saw some people for who they were, so I kind of 
my perception of them kind of shifted because it really showed who they are morally. Um, so with all that happening, I was just by myself. And like I said, I'm glad this happened because I learned a lot about myself and I learned about a lot about what I value in a friendship and what I think is okay in a friendship. So now it's really easy for me to make friends because being alone, I know who I am. But now I hang out with my friends pretty often. And that's great. Like, I try to make it a point to hang out with my friends every couple months or whatever. But recently, I've been really getting out. Um, I've been trying to get out more because it is summer and, like, I don't want to waste my days in my in my house, like, laying in bed and whatever. I've been trying to get out more. So far, I've been liking it. Um... But I need to slow my pace a little bit because I like to have time with my friends to hang out. But I also make sure that I give myself some alone time to recharge because that's important too. When I would hang out with my friends when I was younger, I would always want to hang out. I didn't give myself any time to recharge. But since the pandemic, I've learned a lot about giving yourself time to recharge. And it doesn't even have to be like a really long time. Like I don't take long to recharge. It maybe takes me like two days, three if I'm really hurting, but like two days, I'm I'm back. Two days I can I can be by myself then I'm like, okay, I'm back. Like whatever. But I make it a point to give myself enough time to recharge. And being alone has made me a lot more level-headed. My anxiety's not as bad um, anymore, really, regarding friendships. Because I've been alone for so long. Not alone, but like I haven't really had lots of friends in a long time, which is fine. Um, sometimes, though... If I don't hang out with any of my friends and I'm by myself for too long, I start to get really anxious and sort of whatever. I made a whole episode about that a couple months ago. I hadn't hung out with any of my friends in a while and I got really anxious about it and I got really sad about it and whatever. So I like a little mixture of both. You know, like I like a good mixture of both. But yeah, that's kind of my past friendships. I like to consider this phase I'm in right now of making friends the best because if I see any sign of negativity within a friendship and they're gone, like I don't, I'm too old to be trying to beat a dead horse like if someone doesn't want to be friends with me anymore I don't have the energy to fight it I've been through too much and there's just no there's no use in fighting for a friendship that nobody wants all right
that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Me go into a deep dive of some of my friendships through the years. If you're struggling currently with friendships, my advice to you is less is more. It really is. Less is more. Um, Surround yourself with people with like a few really, really good people. And you'll be okay. I love you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you're liking the video episodes, let me know because I really like doing this. I feel like the like visual element of podcasts is something I've really been liking recently. So I wanted to kind of do that um, and try to incorporate that more into the, the podcast. Anyway, that's it for today. I'll see you next week for a different episode. See you later. Bye.